Just now Crawford. Oh, bounce past the leaders of Lutz. Tears off the wind so high. Big name, massive offensive rebound. Ty Webster. Bounce past it. Rejection from Magna. Oh boy. Pull him like past from Doyle to lead. Four on the clock. Kristovic's going to have to get one up here. Three, two, one. Pretty move. And the Jack Jumper will be third. The Wildcats second, as we know. And just maybe the favourite option is. That's the voice of SEN Tassie's great man, David Lithgow, joining Chris Simons on Saturday night for a wonderful Jack Jumpers win. Text in here, actually, on the Harcourts open line, Alex Johnston. Brent, did you get a chance to stir up the boss on the result? One of the highlights of the night was witnessing Hutchie's long face for the majority of the game once the result was inevitable. Gold. That's from Batchy in Dodgers Ferry. Uh, I was waiting for the CEO to roll through the Emerald Lounge, but he must have made a quick getaway because I didn't see him after the game. It was great to meet him on Friday night at that little uh, soiree that I weaseled my way into. <laughs> I'd never met Hutchie before, and uh, someone said across the bar it looked like a couple of twins just having a <laughs> chat, but I thought that was a bit harsh on Hutchie's. Uh, he's much trimmer than I am, but um, yes, uh, he had a long night. They were They were gone pretty early, weren't they? They must have been, yeah, exactly. No, I mean the Wildcats, they were. Yes. Oh, sorry, the, yeah. The, the writing was on the wall. Yes. Well, one man that masterminded the result is one of the assistant coaches of the Jack Jumpers, Jared Weeks, who joins us on the line. G'day, Weeksy. Welcome to the show. G'day, mate. That's probably a bit of a stretch um, <laughs> to say I masterminded it, but uh, yeah, great, great win by the fellas. Don't undersell your role, Weeksy. You were a star. We all know that. Now, it was a big win, though, wasn't it? Um, a funny old game, wasn't it? I guess a bit of a dead rubber going in, but obviously a lot to play for as far as the club was concerned with the Teal game. So how did you guys go into the match? Uh, obviously wanting to win and go into the finals with a lot of momentum? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Obviously a huge night for our club. Um, you know, what, what we were able to do... Uh, with the Shee Foundation and the whole Teal Night was, uh, was something very special. And um, we knew going into the game that, you know, we, we had to put our best foot forward and, you know, show what we're about and play Jack Jumpers basketball. And I think the guys did a great job of doing that. I put it to Scott Roth during the week that maybe the dead rubber gave you a chance to think more about off-court than on-court stuff, but he soon put me in my place, as he has a great <laughs> tendency to do to a journalist who asks a silly question like I do. Um, <laughs> he doesn't want to flirt with uh, the basketball gods, does he? No, not at all. Um, we're not about that. Like I said, we, we go out there every week. We play jack jumper basketball. Um, we try and defend the island as best we can, and um, yeah, the Saturday night was just another another day to do that. Hawks, Weeksy, talk to us about Illawarra. Uh, out of all the teams we could have drawn in these playing games, are they the one that concerns you the most, given what they've been able to do this season? I mean, I feel like every every team concerns us at the moment. Um, like everyone says, every single week or after every game, it's, it's just that league this year that anyone can win on any given night. Um, and the thing is about finals is you've got to go out and you've got to beat them all anyway. So it um, doesn't really matter who we play, but obviously the Hawks are in uh, in great form at the moment. They've been able to turn their season around, and um, Tatum's done a, done a good job with their group, and obviously Clark's a, a big body, and he's playing some tremendous basketball right now. So um, obviously going into this FIBA break, we, we got, our, got our hands full, but um, going to go in confident uh, next week. Four wins on the trot. Winning form is good form. How do you make sure that momentum continues with the little break? Um, 
does training become more intense than it is at other times or does do the guys get a little bit of a break talk me through the the thinking uh yeah a little bit of both um obviously the nbl awards are on uh tonight so we've got a couple guys down there um so those guys will use that for a break and then once we get back uh we're back into it um yeah gonna have some solid training sessions and uh use this time to get better um you know you can always can always get better throughout the season and um training training times are valuable um obviously with the schedule there are some weeks where we play double headers and we don't have as many trainings as we would like as as a coaching staff i'm sure the players love that but um yeah obviously using this time to get better and try and try and be in our best form going into this playing series jared weeks assistant coach of the jack jumpers is our guest on SDN tassie breakfast uh, a good time of year too for injuries, Weeksy. Everyone seems to be good, but Juk Deng, the only one that isn't playing at the moment, but spoke to him Saturday night and he said he's pretty much right to go. Do you think he'll feature in the playoffs? Um, I hope so. I mean, Majuk Deng's been great for us and um, obviously being out with his ankle injury uh, the last couple of weeks, but he seems to be progressing pretty well. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how he, uh, how he goes throughout this uh, fever break. Have you enjoyed your time as an assistant coach this year? Uh, obviously, a, a, a tough transition, I suppose, for you to go from player to coach with a lot of the, the, the guys you played with. Has it been challenging, and how much have you enjoyed it? I've absolutely loved it. I've, I've loved every second of it. Um, I've told everyone, obviously, the hours are a little bit more extended than they were as a player. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I love every second of it. Um, I've got a great, great bunch of guys that... Uh, I, I use as mentors in, in Rat and Flem and obviously Scott Roth who's you know been all around the world with his coaching so to be able to learn from these guys every single day and um, that's kind of like my goal it's the same as I was as a player is come in every day and try and learn something new and add, that, add another string to your bow um, so yeah it's just been an amazing experience and um, hopefully we can, we can carry it forward a few more games. You mentioned the great Mark Radford who growing up on the northwest coast an absolute icon pacing up and down the side of the court for the Northwest Thunder. I saw something remarkable at training the other day. A, Jordan Crawford's gridiron throwing arm elite and Mark Radford, the most unlikely wide receiver. And that's not a that's not a pun. That's I'm not being mean to him. That was the role he was playing in training and took some extraordinary catches steaming across the Kingston floor. He's still got it, hasn't he? Absolutely. I think he impressed a lot of people uh, that day. Well, we're actually a bit upset that KB didn't get his uh, his diving catch out on the wood floors. Um, no, I was too slow with the phone. Him. I whipped it out, but he'd already he'd already tumbled. So <laughs> extraordinary. He's he's underrated, I reckon, um, around the club. I love having a chat to him after a match and getting his take on how everyone's gone. He's been a quiet but very important part of the setup. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. I mean, Rat's, Rat's a huge part of this club, and like you said, he's a huge part of Tasmanian basketball. Um, he's a staple uh, of what this state does for this sport, and um, obviously being a Bloodline member, I know that's something he's very proud of and something that the Jack Jumpers are proud of as well. Um, yeah, he was, like you just said, it. He's he knows everyone in Tasmania. You go on the road with him, he's up in Brisbane, and all of a sudden you see this, oh, g'day, Ratter, and then you'll be in Perth next week. Oh, g'day, Rat. So um, he's been around it. He knows everybody. And um, like I said, he's a great man and someone I look up to. And he's helped me a lot through uh, through my transition phase uh, with coaching. 
couple before we let you go. You've uh, signed on as a special advisor with the Hobart Chargers, a club that's close to your heart as well. Were you close to coaching the club in your own right this year? I know Stewie's just about uh, had enough weeks here, so it's about time you rolled in, I reckon. But uh, do you feel like you'll become the head coach of the club at some stage? Uh, I hope so. Yeah, definitely something I want to do. Um, obviously, moving forward, I want to be a, a head coach of the NBL at some point. Um, so, yeah, all, all the reps I can get um, will be extremely valuable. Um, haven't coached a, a men's team yet, haven't had that opportunity. Uh, done a little bit in the junior side uh, throughout my career when I was playing. But, uh, yeah, to get out and uh, coach men would be, would be something I look forward to doing in the future. And NBL Awards on tonight, as you said. Milton Dahl, very vocal in the press conference that uh, if Will Magne doesn't win Defensive Player of the Year, it's an absolute joke. Do you agree with that? And do you expect to see any other winners from the Jack Jumpers tonight? I expect them all to get something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, obviously Mags, his presence down there is, is unbelievable. Um, he reads the game so well. And obviously his athletic ability and his size is uh, something that can't really be replicated. So... Um, I think he's he's got a very good chance of that. Uh, Shawnee Mack for Sixth Man of the Year, I think, has got to be in the contention. Um, I thought he might be in the next uh, Generation Award too, um, but obviously was was slipped out of that. And uh, hopefully we can get a couple guys into some some NBL or all NBL teams would be great and uh, really just round off the night for these guys. Magne has been enormous. More more rejections than Brent Costello at Syrup in, 2000, <laughs> in 2005. Extraordinary. Now, a very weird one before we let you go, Jared. I saw on the social media the other day that um, Tubes Taylor snapped a photo of you meeting what has to be the closest to a twin you've ever seen, Sprayton King Damien Viney, just like looking in a mirror. Uh, at, and he dressed up as you to go to the game the other day. Was that a, a very weird experience? Yeah, it was unbelievable. I uh, actually caught a glimpse of him in the in the pregame, just uh, as we're about to huddle up. And I looked up, I was like, "Why is there a Weeksy jersey up there?" And then he, <laughs> he took a few steps back, and he had the shorts and the skins on and everything else. So uh, yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was a fun thing to see. He was in my homeroom. Uh at Latrobe High School, and things got very frosty when I started going out with his sister. So <laughs> nice that we get on better these days. Uh, she's happily married now. So, But anyway, extraordinary. If you haven't seen it, it basically like looking in a mirror, both with the beautiful little silver fox in your hair, uh, pretty lean, uh, amazing. Just like two peas in a pod. Yeah, he said he was looking for a pair of red shoes, but he couldn't find any in time. So that really rounded it out. Hey, mate, good to talk to you this morning. Big couple of weeks ahead, or big month ahead, really, for the club as we deep dive into the playoffs. Thanks for joining us, and good luck moving forward with the Jack Jumpers. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate you having me on. Jared Weeks, assistant coach with the JJs, our guest on SEN Tassie Breakfast this morning. We're running late for new sport and weather. It is breakfast powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors, and Land Pride attachments. Land We've Pride, looked them up. Land Pride is a company, so yep. they're saying attachments for, for Land oh, Pride Beautiful products. little rakes and things you put on the bottom of a big tractor just to do that really <laughs> intricate work. So that's what a Land Pride attachment is. Text us this morning on the Harcourts open line as well. Harcourts, results for you, 0437 552 535. Here comes new sport and weather.